Welcome to the show, Entrepreneurs in Conversation with moi, Geraldine Juppé. I joyfully sit down every week with entrepreneurs, innovators, and creators to pick their brilliant, fascinating minds. My mission is to help them share their stories of struggle and success. The rich details from openly conversing serves as sound advice for us to hear and hopefully learn from. Enjoy the listen. Coming up on Entrepreneurs in Conversation with Geraldine. In addition to that, I've been uh, pleased to be the head of st uh, strategy and planning at the Evigen, which is the uh, YEA's Saudi member, and also mm -hmm. uh, helped organize during the summit. Hi everyone, welcome to Entrepreneurs in Conversation with Geraldine. So today I have a very, very special uh, episode with guests from the delegation of um, the G20, um, you know, Youth Entrepreneurship Alliance, um, you know, organizers, um, Mohamed, which was the host for Saudi Arabia, and uh, Megan and Dan, who were hosting the um, Canadian delegation as well. So welcome to everyone. Hi, Geraldine. Thanks for having us. Good morning. Okay. Uh, good morning, Geraldine. Thank you for having us. Yeah, amazing. So uh, first and foremost, I think we'll start with a round table for each of you to introduce themselves. And I think I'll start with Mohamed. If you would like to introduce yourself to the audience, that will be amazing. Uh, great. So this is Mohamed Ashur. I'm the general manager and uh, uh, sustainability and impact consultant at Athar Consultancy. Uh, uh, Athar is part of the uh, the G20YEA Saudi Arabia delegation. Um, in addition to that, I've been uh, pleased to be the head of st uh, strategy and planning at the Evigen, which is the uh, YEA's Saudi member and also mm -hmm. uh, organized during the summit. So I was part of mm -hmm. the hosting team of Saudi Arabian Summit. Brilliant. And then uh, we'll move on to Megan, if you would like, please to introduce yourself yes. as well. Yes. Um, so hi, my name is uh, Megan Vizette. Uh, so I'm the um, government relations specialist at Futurepreneur Canada. And as well in the context of the G20YA, I'm the Canadian Sherpa as well as the marketing committee chair of the alliance. Um, what it means to be the Sherpa is, uh, so I was um, guiding like a Sherpa, the, uh, the, the Canadian delegation digitally this year and making sure that uh, the, um, the opportunity is as engaging as possible and relaying with our government partners, as well as um, all of our friends around the alliance. Um, yeah, great to be here. Oh, amazing. And Dan, if you could please yourself introduce yourself to the audience today. Certainly. Thank you, Geraldine. Uh, my name is Dan Wimay. I'm the uh, Senior Vice President of External Engagement uh, with Futurepreneur Canada. Uh, that's my day job. And uh, in the context of the G20 Young Entrepreneurs Alliance, I'm the uh, President of the Canadian Delegation for the G20 YEA. And I have the, uh, the pleasure of working with uh, with uh, Megan uh, mm -hmm. and supporting the Canadian delegates for the summit. Thank you everyone for introducing yourself. Um, now I'll 
stop right in with a first question from Mohammed. Um, I mean, you organized a virtual summit, which I guess and I assume was not the easiest thing to do, uh, especially in our digital context today. Um, what were the strategic milestones that you had to put in place in order to create such a beautiful event? Um, okay, uh, so uh, putting an event in a couple of weeks was actually really challenging. We had a great team led by uh, Prince Fahda Saud, who's the chair of uh, the YEA Summit. So uh, putting it was uh, in, a, in a very short period of time uh, was a challenge by itself. But uh, again, we had the support of very creative uh, members as well as uh, the support from the ecosystem we had and YEA delegations across the G20 countries. <clears throat> so uh, that was part of how uh, we could actually put it together. Uh, we were very pleased to have uh, different partners, whether the government, uh, private and non-governmental organizations also uh, in, in the Saudi mm -hmm. ecosystem supporting during the planning for it. So uh, we didn't sleep for two weeks. But the good side wow. about it is that we had uh, uh, people from all levels of the ecosystem jumping in to support and help and offer their services in order to to suggest uh, speakers, help with organizing the panel, the topics, uh, and uh, so on and so forth. So, uh, yes, we had experiences in organizing uh, and running uh, conferences and, and events before, but... Um, making sure that it, it reaches the global level, it discusses topics that are relevant to everyone within the G20 countries, as well as globally, uh, was um, actually um, uh, a success, uh, let's, put it, uh, let's say, as, as a KPI for us. So making sure that we, we, we uh, elevate the topics and the discussions and the people on the panels to, to discuss the, those topics was actually crucial for us. So we had um, multiple challenges. The main one was actually the time. But uh, w once you have a clear path about what you want to do and you have the support of everyone involved into that goal you have, makes it uh, smoother to achieve. And uh, we, 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 we pulled it and, and we got really good feedback about it. So it was a great experience for us as well. Mm -hmm. I love that. So. Um my next question will be uh, geared to Dan and Megan. On your end, you, how did you experience actually, you know, to organize a virtual delegation and support, you know, all the delegates as well to create like such a nice experience for all of us? Sure, I'll, I'll go first, uh, Geraldine. <laughs> so um, it's, um, it's been a really, it's been a ride and it's been an amazing opportunity actually to digitalize this experience, to actually offer more opportunities to more entrepreneurs to be part of, of this journey. So prior to the summit, I think um, a lot of the thinking we've had was um, how do we make this normally days long event, um, you know, with usual trade mission activities, which require a lot of face-to-face -face meeting in person um, networking even usually when you're in the same room with a lot of people that's when you get to connect with more people because it's just um, it's just easier that way or you create clusters in the room to to meet you know your um, your business goals right um, so that that was one of the main sort of challenges we wanted to address 
within this this digital um, uh, digitalization, right? So um, I think in this case, um, the fact that it was digital when we did recruit candidates also unlocked the potential for more candidates to apply. So in this case, um, we um, we got to really seek um, more involvement from a variety of entrepreneurs in order to support a more inclusive trade agenda as well. So perhaps people who might not have been able to participate in person, because it's a lot of, of cost for young entrepreneurs to, to go into another country, do market research, you know, organize B2B. In this case, the digitalness of it all just made it a little bit more, um, not easier, but it, it made it a little bit more inclusive in a way, right? So that was one of the main aspects, I think, of this digitalization that that was a, a really big positive on, on our end. Um, the other thing too is um, just adapting a trade mission in general. Um, we had tremendous support from the trade commissioner services and, and our contacts at Global Affairs. Uh, they really did an amazing an amazing job in supporting us to have like the speakers that would be most relevant and high level speakers for for um, our delegates to meet with. Um, so I think mm -hmm. that was another key aspect into this digital experience in which. We had like a representative from consular services abroad in Canada, but also here regionally um, that were able to respond to the needs of, of young Canadians or respond to their questions, namely um, representatives in, in Mexico, in India. Uh, we also had representatives in the EU, um, as well as um, representatives um, across other G20 countries. Um, so that was another um, Im important aspect, I would say. Amazing. And you, Dan, so um, how did you um, experience, you know, to create this digital and virtual um, delegation and supporting actually the entire community? Yeah, I, I think just to add on what Megan had uh, had mentioned, firstly, firstly I, I have to say a huge kudos, send a huge kudos to uh, Mohammed and uh, and uh, Prince Fahad and their team, they, they did a tremendous job turning things around uh, and, and executing on, on what was a very uh, challenging and short uh, runway for, uh, for executing the summit. And they did an absolute, absolute superb job from, uh, from our perspective, I would say. Uh, but from a Canadian uh, delegation perspective, it, you know, I, I think the job that, that uh, Mohammed and his team did to expose the Canadian delegates to Saudi uh, it, it perhaps whetted the appetite for anyone who was looking to, uh, to do some business in, in Saudi Arabia and certainly in the Middle East. So that was, they did a great job on that. And on our end, as again uh, mentioned, we touched on the Canadian uh, trade or, or relied on the Canadian Trade Commissioner Services to, uh, to, uh, help, uh, our, our delegates understand, um, what the lay of the land would look like if you were, you were working over there and how they could provide support, which is really, the other half of the bridge on that end, you know, it would have been uh, preferable for all of us involved to to be on the ground in Saudi and see things firsthand and to meet people and, and to be able to shake their hands. But due to the current reality, obviously, that wasn't uh, that wasn't feasible. So I think under the circumstances, we managed to do uh, meet at both ends. And then on the Canadian side, you know, we were able to offer, given the circumstances, a little bit of an enhancement for Canadian delegates who were looking not only just to focus in on, on Saudi Arabia or the Middle East, but more broadly to other G20 countries. So it was a bit of a compliment on our end to be able to add, 
but uh, really the, 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 we, we did our best to bridge things. And then also finally, you know, we, we were enabled uh, through uh, digital uh, technology to be, to be able to, to provide a little bit of a, a B2B experience on the uh, other delegations as well. So we did, did our best to try and make that meaningful and, and connect folks. But, you know, for us, it's always the beginning. It's never the end. So we're, we're just looking at how we can uh, uh, expand those relationships over time and, and ensure that we can support as best possible the, uh, the delegates. Amazing. So um, can you um, share like on key learnings that each of you made along, uh, you know, pre, during and post COVID? And I think um, I'll start with Mohamed. Um, if you want to share about the key learnings um, that you experienced during preparing and organizing um, the summit. Yeah, definitely. So I, uh, as my colleagues Dan and and uh, and Megan have mentioned, uh, doing it virtually was was the biggest challenge. Um, uh, yes, we. I, I think everyone during COVID learned the use of digitization and uh, online tools to manage uh, all their businesses and communication in the last six months. But doing a summit virt- virtually was uh, a challenge by itself because you have people from. J- uh, Japan and China, all the way to the West, to uh, Latin America and North America. So uh, having those people come in from different time zones within a specific schedule, making sure that okay. they uh, are briefed in that short amount of time was uh, a challenge. And not only from uh, just logging online and participating uh, in different time zones, but also to make sure that it can be streamed to the to to the audience from all nations uh, that was a challenge by itself and we worked for during the two weeks uh, our team from the summit planning as well as the IT to make sure that we have a proper platform so we acquired different tools such as Brella we have designed the the uh, the interactive tools for for uh, delegates to interact and uh, and that's actually huge utilization of different tools because you have to make sure that uh, delegates are not only coming to hear from the panels and discussions and videos that are being streamed, but also can interact with each other, exchange business cards, the, have different uh, ch- chat rooms so they can discuss collaborations, bringing people from not only entrepreneurs, but from the ecosystem. So one of our government partners, as for example, is Saudi Invest, which is the foreign investment authority in Saudi Arabia, and we wanted to involve them not only in the panels but also to be to showcase parts of their services to uh, to give a, a proper briefing for everyone uh, globally on how to um, to understand the eco- Saudi ecosystem, to know more about the services being offered to the table, as well as how we can, as Evigen, um, uh, support them in coming to Saudi Arabia, whether it's to connect them with uh, VCs, which was one of our biggest panels uh, during the summit, uh, and also uh, connect them with, with peers and, and similar entrepreneurs and startups that they can actually collaborate and hopefully bring bigger businesses to both nations, whatever that nation is. So that was a, a, a key learning for us is how we can um, utilize all tools, but at the same time, make it very logical. So it yes. actually supports the businesses. 
So yes, we heard from um, our colleagues at YEA delegations and members from different nations what they want from what they want their delegations to be part of. Is it just a virtual booth where they can showcase their work, or they want to connect with others? Uh, how we can utilize those tools to connect people together and network? We had, uh, for example, just on the top of my head, one of the numbers that we had during the summit is um, the interest of the attendees. We had. 1,580 attendees interested in networking. And that's why we acquired that tool and utilized it. Mm -hmm. In addition to different streams of the summit itself. Uh, Mm -hmm. To us, that was one of the very successful key learnings for us is because uh, whether it's uh, physical, virtual, or or done in a very uh, big conference or uh, a small uh, side event, uh, entrepreneurs by nature are willing to learn from each other and connect and uh, build collaborations, not only mm-hmm. on a business side, but also on a personal side. So yes. th- th- that will always remain um, a challenge during COVID. But how we can actually utilize different programs, initiatives and tools to make sure that at least it happens somehow. If it doesn't happen yeah. fully, it happens to uh, a certain uh, portion of that interaction. I love I love that because that's yeah. really that's only hundred percent true. Like myself, um, as an entrepreneur participant to um to the summit, like I I had the pleasure to to make great, excellent um and I think life connections, really. Um I would I would also ask the same question um to Dan and Megan. So my, Megan, if you wanna uh if you wanna do the honor to mm-hmm. answer how like what are the key learnings that um that you made actually pre, during, and post COVID, um, post summit, right? And I think um, uh, Mohammed put it really nicely. I think it's just probably resonating on some of some of his points already. And specifically, I think um, just a realization of how many young entrepreneurs across the globe, in different cultures, different languages, different contexts, have many common challenges, and how they come together. Uh, and unite, you know, to find solutions to these challenges, or maybe put themselves forward, um, and in order to address uh, some some of the issues going on right now, especially with COVID nineteen. Yeah. Um, you know, the 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 theme being um, entrepreneurship as a, a solution, right? Like as a means for innovation and resilience in these times. I think was just very fitting in terms of um, what our entrepreneurs were hoping to accomplish, because. Um, as much as there was this, you know, trade element and making sure they can have like international growth potential, just the idea that everybody at the table had an experience to share and had, you know, some um, uh, some solution or some insights into their experience, their sector and their context was also something very powerful, I think, in terms of learning within this digital uh, uh, within this digital adventure. Right. Um I think another great learning is, is in general, I know it's not new, but the power of connections, right? And the power of communications. Um, we really saw that uh, in, in there, we had a lot of feedbacks. And you remember when we had sort of our wrap up with, with the Canadian delegation, how actually there was a sense of flexibility. I mean, I saw a lot of our entrepreneurs who are parents, right, who participated in the summit even with with some of their of, of their little ones and I, I found that it was just such an amazing thing to see on our end as to how like this digital experience also offered the flexibility 
of this working from home environment that we've all been living in, or most of us has, have had the, the luck to, to, to live in right now. Um, and another thing is, is just the mental health in general. Uh, some of the feedback we got was just this powerful connections, you know, that were made at the summit, just enabled a new unlocking of, of mental health enablement. We've heard from some of our entrepreneurs who said that was such a great experience in my life just because of the isolation of it all in a way. Because as much as you're connected online, how much can you do meaningful relationship and how can you feel connected to your peers? That's sort of one of the main learnings I think we got from, from this experience at an international level. And I think, again, Mohammed's team did, did such a great job in, 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 in trying to offer as much content and as much connections as possible um, in this digital platform. So Amazing. And I think, um, Dan, uh, if you have some words that you'd like to add to that, Sure, sure. I think you know this is this is nothing that's uh, too uh, surprising. But you know, we often talk about how entrepreneurs are resilient and how they they can uh, be creative and, and respond to the circumstances. But we certainly saw that uh, under the current circumstances and all of the challenges of going digital and not being in the market, uh, everyone seemed to react accordingly and and dig in and and actually produce results for themselves you know on the organizational side same thing happened we we you know we, we had a lot of challenges leading up uh, a lot of uncertainty leading up to the summit and um, I think how people responded was tremendous in uh, you know a number of folks really digging in and saying okay how do we solve these problems how do we make it meaningful for the delegates how do we make it meaningful for the G20 young entrepreneurs Alliance? And, uh, you know, there, there, it certainly allowed us to do some learnings internally from an organizational perspective on how we, we could and should maybe in the future put in place, uh, plans and, and, uh, structure that will, uh, facilitate a smoother ride. But the, you know, the irony of even thinking that is that every circumstance is different. So how do you predict the unpredictable? And, yeah. um, so it almost falling back on that premise again that, that entrepreneurs and, and our, entrepreneurial support organizations are resilient and creative and problem solving. So we, we just need to rely on that and, and do our best to try and uh, put in place uh, plans that will, will facilitate the easiest uh, path forward when we do come to uh, challenges in the future. Wow. Super. So um, I have two more questions for, for the three of you. Um, the first will be recurring topics such as diversity technology, women, um, entrepreneurs, um, social entrepreneurship and funding was, were actually, um, you know, recurring topics, right? So what your take on all these topics, various topics that were discussed um, during the summit? And if Mohammed, you'd like to, to start. <laughs> sure. Um, so first I would answer as an entrepreneur myself. So I think that uh, uh, and, and, and parts of it were done on, on the communique as well. Uh, these challenges are global, uh, regardless mm -hmm. to how mature certain markets are regarding to others when it comes to diversity, empower, women empowerment, sustainability, social innovation, etc. Uh, uh, it, it's still uh, a global issue that we, 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 we all agreed on. And we saw great feedback from our discussions, whether it's the summit before and even after, regarding how entrepreneurs uh, from different nations are considering the same 
um, uh, approach as solutions. Uh, even though a lot of us have never met before, but we were entrepreneurs. We believe I, I, I personally believe that entrepreneurs by nature are innovators. So they, they always look to create solutions, and some of the time, the solutions, regardless to the changes of culture and nations and ecosystem, they're similar. So you can hear actually similar uh, approach to solutions, frameworks, um, methodologies, uh, plans being executed in different parts of the world. Um, during our plan, for example, and during the panels, we heard uh, some whether stuff that we worked on planning or the panels brought to the table. Uh, about uh, how we can involve more women in decision making, whether it's uh, being co-founders, um, being part of the com- funding committees in VCs, as well as empowering them in general through skills and knowledge. Uh, so it, it's a global movement right now. So no one actually can say that it's, it's, it's no longer happening. It is happening. And it's more about how we can learn from successful stories and try to replicate it in different nations, not only through the G20, also globally. Uh, and and this is uh, this is our role now because uh, we're now speaking. We're part of a, a bigger delegations. We we showcase our stories and our companies uh, on a global scale. But there are a lot of uh, of similar uh, innovative entrepreneurs or workers as well that would love to learn from our experience and what we have achieved whether it's within the G20 or other uh, uh, nations. And that's where uh, summits like this uh, bring solutions to the table. And that's how we should work in capitalizing on it to make sure that, yes, it it is an annual summit, but there's a lot we can do between this October and next October. There's a lot of of experiences and knowledge we have in, in the back of our heads that we're not... Uh, fully utilizing because we may not know that others are actually in need for our skills and expertise. And uh, uh, one of the things that uh, we saw and concluded during the summit that it is now uh, the time for moving forward when it comes to sharing, disclosure, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. exchanging thoughts and ideas and solutions. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think we're now at a time where we utilized on how big we can be in terms of the skills. Uh, as entrepreneurs, we want to make money out of it, of course, and grow our businesses. But at the same time, there's the other part of the, of the, of the, of the spectrum that we're not looking at, which is how we can grow smaller uh, entities within our ecosystem to grow them to become uh, more mature to, to a level we've already passed. Uh, and, and that's mm-hmm. our role now. And this is something that uh, we were very happy to hear on different panels, even though that we haven't discussed, discussed it to, to that uh, high level with people. And uh, it's a great feeling. Um, uh, I, I believe we all felt as part of different delegations that we're all having mutual uh, goals when it comes to this, which is global mm-hmm. well-being. Um, our theme mm-hmm. as entrepreneurship as a source of innovation and resilience uh, is not only a, a, a theme for our summit because of COVID. It's how we can mm-hmm. uh, take the, the, the very tough COVID experience to the next level and making sure yeah. that now it's about innovation rather than just services. Now it's about how mm-hmm. to help people be resilient and, and survive this pandemic and 
be because if you survive it and make sure that you pass it in a very good state of mind, I think the next few years is going to be very fruitful for everyone because yeah. the, the fact that you overcome such a global challenge where the challenge is the same across the globe, uh, regardless to how big and how mature your business is and how big your team is, it, it, it cascades down to a personal level, uh, to, to mm-hmm. a psychological level, to a, 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 a social level as well. So uh, th- th- this is my take on it. Um, uh, as an entrepreneur myself, before being uh, part of the summit, because during the summit, I was one of the delega- delegates as well. So I mm-hmm. sat during some of the discussions and heard from people because I want to learn as well. I want to know what people in Canada are doing. I want to know people in China, what they're doing. And, mm-hmm. and it's more about uh, taking off the hat of a successful startup or a successful business entrepreneur or whatever it, people call themselves and mm-hmm. just sitting down and listen to what people are discussing. What are the challenges that are uh, that we used to see very far away from us, but now it's it's everywhere. Yeah, and, it's and that's the major uh, take that I have as as in my, in my personal opinion. Thanks for sharing on that because that's definitely so true, and I really share as well on like now it's not a, a matter of like nationwide like issues; it's like global issues that we are all sharing as entrepreneurs. Um, and then I'll move on to Megan, if you'd like to also to share um, your take on um, on that part. For sure. Um, I think, um, and then, you know, as Mohammed talked as uh, his experience as an entrepreneur, I think, I think on my end, it's, it's potentially more on the responding as a uh, supporting organization for, for young entrepreneurs and, and how can we best unlock the potential of young entrepreneurs in, in the Canadian context, but also how that ties into um, the, the global mission, the global mandate of, of the Alliance. And I think you could really see that through the um, main topic that came out of the of the communique that was signed at um, that was signed at the summit uh, digitally, obviously, but um, a few of the topics that came out, I think, um, w- within this communique, still really resonate, especially in the Canadian context, but as well as our friends across the G twenty. And one of those things being, I think, social entrepreneurship. This is a huge topic that um, even a futurepreneur we're, we're focusing a little bit more onto um, in the last, you know, in the last year at least, um, and figuring out how can we support entrepreneurs that have a social purpose. Um, in this case, social entrepreneurship meaning um, supporting uh, social change, supporting a sustainable development as well. Um, I think this was another big highlight of the summit, at least in my sense of, of what I saw and specifically in the Canadian delegation context, as, as we had um, a specific digital event prior to the summit that was specific uh, to social entrepreneurship and, and how do we unlock that. Um, the other thing I think is um, in terms of uh, access to finance, I think that's another huge topic that came out of the summit is in, specifically to the communique in which um, um, young entrepreneurs across G20 countries recommend to, to governments to really look deeper into those issues. Um, young entrepreneurs are kind of like um, at, a, at, a, at a different, you know, uh, crossroad than perhaps other entrepreneurs in, in, uh, in the ecosystem in which um, it's, it's probably harder to unlock traditional financing that perhaps older, older um, entrepreneurs might be, might be able to, to have, right? So this is another thing to be looking at targeted programs 
targeted programs to women entrepreneurs, to young entrepreneurs between the ages of 18 and 39, right? Um, investing in, in entrepreneurs and in their small business ideas or their startups. That's another uh, big one. And we talked about VCs as well during, um, during the summit. That's also another very important side of, of the topic. And I think the other one is, is also, um, in general, trade barriers. Um, s- small businesses have a bit more difficulties in accessing trade, right? Or in accessing, um, you know, uh, access to global value chain. That's another big uh, topic that came out as well of the, of the B20 discussions that, um, that some of our alliance members were part of. So how do we, you know, unlock more of the trade opportunities for, for young entrepreneurs? How can they inserve themselves even better? in order to respond to, to the COVID-19 needs, um, especially in terms of adaptability, PPE, right? Um, responding to, to, to global needs across, across, uh, across, uh, 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 across different countries, right? So mm-hmm. I think in my sense, that's sort of how, how I, I saw it. And, and I think also the value of education across the board, that's another big topic. Um, mm-hmm. I know it's it's a lot of topic. There's so many ways that you know entrepreneurship is linked to yeah. uh, to to how we can you know learn and 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 be better after after this pandemic. Uh, but I think this, this those are probably the the highlights for me. I don't know that if you want to add to that. Sure. Uh, I think from a the specifics perspective, you've touched off a lot of the programming again. But from a from a broader perspective, if I think about. Uh, um, you, you know the, the the point that uh, you made, Mohammed. On um, you know this is a global challenge. We're all sharing the same challenges, and how do we how do we learn from that, and how do we ensure that we uh, it, it take that? You know, when we overcome this challenge, how do we reaffirm that we did overcome this and we overcame this together as a globe? Because everyone's sharing the same barriers and the same challenges and the same same issues that relate to COVID. And, uh, and, and the pandemic, um, you know, from a, as an entrepreneur, you always want things to happen sooner than later. You want to be nimble. You want to be agile, but that's not always, always possible. And when we look at the G20YEA, that, that the alliance, it's a very diverse group. And, and to overcome these challenges, we want to make sure that we do it with everyone involved and we want to draw out everyone's challenges or everyone's uh, skills, I should say, everybody's capacity so that we all share in the solution on this. And, um, you know, for, whatever we do when we look at the specific programs that, that Megan cited or just broadly, uh, we need to figure out a way to be inclusive and, and take advantage of everyone's, uh, everyone's uh, skill set. Otherwise, we all uh, will lose from this occasion. And, mm-hmm. and maybe that's where I, I can leave it. All right. So um, we have. Thank you for sharing all your um, your input on this, on this beautiful experience, and um, on all the key challenges that many, many of us um, entrepreneurs actually uh, experience, uh, especially in this time of, of COVID. Um, if you would have like one final word um, on this beautiful experience for 2020, and then maybe uh, some key takeaways that you'd like to to keep for next year uh, event, please share. And Mohammed, if you'd like to do me over the honor uh, to start with, um, you know, the key um, words or key uh, elements that you'd like to highlight for next year, maybe. Um, thank you so much. Uh, well, I, I, uh, we all hope uh, 
not only here in Saudi, but I think globally, we all hope that by next year's on Italy summit, we could actually come together physically uh, to, to to meet each other and 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 uh, enjoy more more interactions during the summit. So hopefully, this is the I think this is the mutual hope uh, to, to have. Uh, I think that what we learned during this um, this summit, and I would like to also uh, recap on what. Megan have said about the social entrepreneurship. Uh, there's a lot of areas that we should, uh, as entrepreneurs, uh, uh, start thinking about, and also to, mm-hmm. to as delegations to bring uh, deeper discussions into the into the platform, which is how we can make our uh, entrepreneurial mindsets, um, innovative ideas, businesses, and also entrepreneurship as a whole. To, towards solving social challenges and uh, having value. Uh, mm-hmm. Having value is not an easy thing to, to, to do when you're an entrepreneur because uh, you're not only thinking about your, your, your services or, or products, also how it brings value to the community. And uh, the challenge we've been facing since the, the beginning of the year with COVID, whether on COVID itself or uh, its impact on our communities, uh, b- b- brings a lot of um, uh, exposure to areas that we have never thought about before. And th- th- this is what, um, uh, personally, as an entrepreneur and as part of the Saudi delegation, and I believe uh, uh, across uh, YAA delegations as well, is that we need to think about value now, how we can create value from things we have done uh, to other fellow entrepreneurs and also coming together to bring value to our communities. Um, and and the, the, the issues of diversity, inclusion, uh, women empowerment, uh, uh, social impact are crucial for, for our communities, regardless to how big, uh, mature, rich, uh, um, uh, strong the community is, you still need to bring value. And that's what will um, shine or at least um, uh, elevate uh, uh, purposeful businesses uh, mm-hmm. uh, um, among others in comparison. So I hope mm-hmm. that uh, b- uh, we can work on bringing that throughout the year, not only to the next year's summit. And um, uh, I have no doubt that with people uh, like Dan and Megan and others, uh, we don't have time to, to, to mention names now, but uh, others from different delegations in YEA uh, uh, share the same uh, purpose and bringing value. And, uh, and hopefully we can work uh, into that. And from, from our part as uh, eVision and chairing this year, we would be more than happy to hear from everyone. We would be more than happy to, to uh, uh, bring our connections and knowledge to use in terms of contributing to uh, the 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 well-being and and uh, improvement for for everyone in the system uh, mm-hmm. i think this is a, a moral uh, um, obligation to everyone uh, coming from this uh, very fruitful and uh, encouraging experience uh, it's brought a lot of value to to, mm-hmm. to us individually and we're looking forward to taking more part in that Thanks for sharing, Mohammed. If Dan or Megan, you'd like to add um, some words, some final words as well. Yeah, uh, for sure. So I think I think uh, Mohammed, you you've just 
tied everything beautifully. I don't know what, what more really to add to that. That was just really well said. Um, I think perhaps uh, one key takeaway is I think we should keep for, for next year. It's just, you know, um, understanding now that the digital context is opening doors for further collaboration on projects of international relevance, right? So making sure that we have like a platform in place in which uh, young entrepreneurs can connect and support each other based on everybody's needs across sectors, across growth, you know, um, or that an idea for a product or a business, as Mohammed said, um, needs to bring value to society, right? Like it's not enough anymore to necessarily look at the business potential of one's company, especially in this context, I think. So having, you know, the opportunity to exchange and maybe formalize these exchanges among maybe a YEA platform, um, I think definitely that's something that we should explore and, and keep for next year's summit. Um, would it be in person or hybrid in, in Milan and, and Rome, obviously, next year? Uh, but I think that's definitely something um, to, to keep for, for next year. Mm -hmm. uh, amazing. And Dan, if you'd like to add um, some more to this. Sure. Uh, I think... For uh, on, on my end, I see this as a tremendous opportunity for Canadian entrepreneurs. If we look at uh, the size of our country, the size of our market, it's limited. It you know you can certainly uh, build a good business and and be successful within the context of Canada. But as with everything in life, networks is critical, and, and you want to always try and expand those networks and and build uh, and build uh, partnerships that can reach beyond your borders that will insulate your business. It will drive success and it. It'll also drive, uh, uh, I think, a, a great personal satisfaction to build uh, relationships around the globe. So I see, I see the G20 and, you know, and, uh, I, maybe if I can borrow the, the phrase, inshallah, we'll be in person next year. Um, then that will give us an opportunity to, to solidify those relationships. So I would really, the closing note I would say is that any entrepreneur who's listening to this and hasn't had the, uh, the benefit of, uh, experiencing the beauty of, uh, of, uh, of, um, the G20YA, the opportunity of the G20YA, it's a great platform to take advantage of that and build, build your opportunities. And next year will be Italy, but, Frankly, uh, with G20 countries around the globe, you'll have the opportunity to meet Mohammed and, and hopefully Prince Fahad next year and others okay. throughout the G20 and, and solidify those relationships no matter where you're going and build your business and, and insulate. And, you know, as Mohammed mentioned earlier, we can learn from this pandemic, from the challenges that have been put in front of us and, and come okay. back stronger. And that's, that's a theme for entrepreneurs and it's a theme we need to uh, take forward as uh, the G20 YEA. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Thank you all for uh, taking the time for sharing all this beautiful insight with me today on the summit on, you know, entrepreneurs challenges as well and um, key learnings as well in terms of organizing a digital event, which is not the easiest thing in the world, I believe. Um, and I'm, I'm looking forward to participating actually to uh, next year's summit. So thank you all. Yes. No, thank you, Geraldine, for having us. And we really hope uh, we can still be engaged together next year for sure. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Geraldine. <laughs> it was a pleasure being part of uh, this yeah. podcast and looking forward to hearing from you and hopefully see you next year. Likewise. Thank you, everyone. It's, uh, it's <laughs> to be together this morning. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye, -bye. Bye.
crazy preview of the next episode. Really conscious e-commerce entrepreneurs to create just better businesses and better lives for themselves by helping them to shift their mindset and helping them uh, to send more impactful emails and helping them with their strategy on that. Um, other than that, I am a mom of a one uh, 18 and a month 18 month uh, boy, and I love doing yoga on the side. This is the end of the show. Share the show with your community. Make sure to listen to the next episode on Spotify, iTunes, Stitchers, and Anchor, and more. Follow us on Instagram at ecg.podcast and me, Geraldine JP. Follow me on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. See you next time.